Hello and welcome to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I am your host, Corey Mascara, and if you are not into slow talking with a lot of pauses, then you might want to stop listening to today's episode because this is the Practicing Human Flu Edition. Yes, I currently have the flu, and it's one of the reasons why, well, it's the reason why I've taken off the last several days since Christmas. Uh, I have not been able to do much of anything. Um, For those of you who have ever experienced the flu, it is quite debilitating. And uh, unlike any other uh, kind of cold I've experienced, it really keeps you bedridden. And I was going to take one more day of rest and hopefully come back online, but I decided it might be interesting to bring you into my experience. Uh, I am a big proponent of self-care, so I uh, didn't want to be pushing through any limits or pushing to create an episode uh, at the expense of my health. But I don't think that this is doing that. I am in bed with my eyes closed and uh, my computer open and a microphone. So I figured I'd just share a bit about what it's like to uh, be in this experience and how I'm navigating it and what the flu looks like through, we could say, a mindfulness or a meditation perspective. It, it is an interesting state. Uh, for one, I don't get sick very often. Um, I've always had a fairly strong immune system, but still would get sick once, twice a year, I guess, growing up. And then uh, once I got into meditation and after Burma, I didn't get sick for about five or six years. And then I started traveling more for my teaching and uh, at least once a year, usually just once a year, I'd get a cold. Uh, two years ago, I got the flu for the first time after an, uh, a long trip back from Australia. Uh, that was in February. I don't know why I'm giving you these details. Um, uh, and so the main thing being is that uh, being in this kind of state is not that familiar to me. And so it's it does feel like a new experience to navigate. And it's interesting watching my mind uh, relate to it uh, because I, I could see how it could bring up like sickness could bring up different kinds of conditionings or a person. Uh, it could trigger a person's different kinds of conditionings. So what do I mean by that? Um, well, 
one for me is I I notice when I start to feel in this like lull sort of helpless state uh, there's a part of me that almost wants to stay in it as if it's a way to get um, more care and attention and love from other people uh, especially people that are closest to me especially family and since it's the holidays I do have parents nearby and so I get that familiar mother love uh, so I, I feel this part of me that uh, kind of gets into this state and almost wants to not stay there but want to like enjoy the coziness of not really having to do anything and have someone else take care of me even though there's no one really here right now to take care of me. It's just this interesting state. So that's one thing. Um, I also noticed that there is there's so much to do. Right? This could not come at a worse time. As many of you know, because of my, uh, my book coming out, there's so much to do. And, uh, and I, for the most part, can't do anything. And... There's two things I've noticed in relationship to that predicament. Uh, one, right, uh, where I, I, the moments where I really am in this place of like, I need to just do nothing or I can't do anything. I feel the tendency to override that and uh, uh, to push myself to do some work, which feels necessary. And, and I could actually feel that uh, I have that capacity. I could kind of push aside the part of me that is saying to rest and just go into work mode. And and I can feel better in that state. So it's a, a weird phenomenon. It's like I do have the ability to override it. Uh, and is that necessarily bad if when I do override it, I actually feel better? So it's kind of like a fake it till you make it type thing, but I don't fully trust it because uh, uh, so far it's not like the um, that deeper need for rest has gone away. So uh, I can ov- only override it for so long. But then another interesting phenomena happens where I kind of like give myself full permission to not do anything. Uh, and then just like total rest. And so it's like a, a switch goes off. And I was like, okay, now rest mode, no work at all. And what's interesting there is that that's a, that's a nice place for me to be in because then it's total like letting go, just can't do anything. So whatever, no worries. It's like I, I have the ultimate permission to not have to do anything or do any work. Uh, which, although is a terribly inconvenient time, like the work tends to be quite tedious and it's a lot. Uh, so I kind of like not having to do anything. Uh, and so once that switch is turned off, I was like, okay, no work right now. I find that in a lot of those moments, there are opportunities to be 
uh, where I actually feel more energized or where I could be doing something and it wouldn't feel like a strain. And then I'm using that time to do other things that would be as demanding as like writing an email, um, but are just less tedious or more entertaining, or like even just something as simple as watching a movie. Um, so there's this interesting, just these, I don't know if any of this is making sense. If it's not, you have to excuse me, I have the flu. <laughs> but that's what I just said as a prime example, I think, of what I'm trying to say. It's just all the different ways my mind is uh, relating to this experience of uh, almost helplessness and the ways where I give myself permission while I'm in it, the ways where I sometimes want to override it, the ways where I kind of use it to make excuses for myself, the ways where I sometimes don't allow myself to use it to make excuses for myself. It's just been fascinating to watch my mind relate to uh, this, phys this new physical uh, expression. Um, and I have also tried meditating like this, which is, I've done that in the past with sickness, and uh, it, it, it's very interesting, and it's a, actually a great opportunity to meditate I believe it was, uh, yeah, it was Henry David Thoreau said something along the lines of, there can be as much peace in illness as there is in health, the mind always conforming to the nature of the body. And Henry David Thoreau said that when he was on his deathbed with tuberculosis. What it was pointing to is that the absence of peace or the creation of suffering is not so much coming from the physical state but our mind's relationship to it and when the mind can meet the nature of the body there can be ease so in the meditation practice what I've been playing with is just what it's like to meet the nature of my body exactly as it is without wishing it to be different without creating dissonance just softly meeting it and surrendering to it and it's quite interesting the level of peace and ease you can find in really deep physical pain in the head or congestion in the face, achiness in the body, all the other things that come with the flu. Now, I won't pretend like this is akin to many other really severe things a person can experience in the body, uh, because it's not. Uh, the fact that I'm holding a mic right now and recording this podcast suggests that uh, I still have access to quite a bit within my body and there is a certain level of well-being uh, that permits me to do what I'm doing right now. Um, so take all of that within this context. I think <laughs> I think
think that should wrap this wrap it up. This podcast has already gone longer. Not that I expect anyone to be listening up to this point. Well, if you're hearing this, it means you are listening. So thank you. Um, just wanted you to come into the experience uh, a little bit. Um, and to see that the practicing human happens in the good moments and in the bad moments and in the sick moments. So if you're sick yourself right now or you know you might get sick in the future, which we all will experience some form of sickness at some point in time, maybe just give yourself uh, some permission to explore to be curious, to notice your own patterns of conditioning in relationship to the sickness. Do you try to override it? And if so, what would it be like to do the opposite? Do you do the opposite? Do you play it up to be more than it actually is and kind of relish in the helplessness of it? Not that that's necessarily bad. These are just things that we we get to explore about ourselves. And can we take that lesson from Henry David Thoreau, or at least the exploration of what he was pointing to, which is that maybe there can be as much peace in dis-ease as there can be in health. The mind conforming to the nature of the body. Have I realized the truth of that? statement yet? I don't think so. I still would much prefer to be healthier. But I can feel the potential for that. And I get glimpses of it. And that's what this podcast is all about. Just getting little glimpses, getting a little better each day on this journey of life. So we don't have bells, because that would require too much effort on my little flu body. So we'll jump right into the after party. And that is, well, one announcement, which is that we are running out of time. (laughs) That feels so FOMO-ish. Oh, I can't edit it. I don't have the strength to go back and delete what I just said, so I'm just going to keep talking. (laughs) the countdown to the book publication December 31st is coming December 31st is the last day to get the book bonuses yes $300 worth of bonuses if you want those bonuses you must pre-order and submit your order number at stopmissingyourlife.com after December 31st those bonuses go away. So just make sure you do that. Tell friends or family that you think might be interested. This is the time to get the book. Okay. How's that for a sales pitch? (laughs) At least I could still laugh. Have a great day, everyone. I wish you well. And until next time, which will hopefully be tomorrow, but don't hold your breath. it will depend if if I can breathe or not. Until then, whenever then is, take care.